Today, we're going to be talking about Ida B. Wells. So, Ida B. Wells was a black female journalist um, and an activist. So, um, she was a anti-lynching activist. A lot of her writing has to do with anti-lynching. But she also talked about civil rights and women's suffrage. So, she was born in um, Mississippi on July 16th, 1862. And she was born to James and Lizzie Wells. And she was born six months before the Emancipation Proclamation. So she was technically born an enslaved person. So while she didn't experience being a slave, she did experience a life after having to find jobs and having to make a living. Um, well, her father uh, was involved with the Freedmen's Aid Society and helped start a university for free, um, freed enslaved people. Um, and she went to that school. But at 16, she had to drop out when both of her parents died. And um, she had to take care of all her younger siblings because she was the eldest. Um, She lied about her age and got a job as a teacher. So later on, she ended up moving to Tennessee and lived with her aunt and continued um, going to school in Fisk University. So Wells was a journalist and... Before she owned her own newspaper, um, she published articles on mostly black newspapers under the name Lola, but she eventually became the owner of Memphis Free Speech and Headlight. Um, so in her journal, um, like in her newspaper, she would talk about um, kind of the experiences she faced and she would be inspired by them. For example, um, one night um, when she Going boarding her train, she bought a first class ticket. She was ordered to go to the African um, American's car. She refused and they tried to remove her off the train, but she bit them. She sued and won a settlement, but it was later overturned by the Tennessee Supreme Court. And she wrote about that. That was one of the specific things she wrote about. So while she was also a journalist, she was still a teacher, but she got fired in 1891 because she spoke out of bed the um, quality of the schools because they were black only schools the schools were still segregated and she talked about how bad the schools were or like how it wasn't giving students the proper education that they deserved or needed um, she also wrote about anti act like anti-lynching um, she fought out against that that was one of her main things that she fought out against um, so her campaign began when one of her friends was um, attacked by a lynch mob when they were put in jail and they never had a chance to defend themselves because they were taken from, take, taken from their cells and murdered. She wrote an article about the lynching and not only did she write about that specific instance, she would have traveled all around the South and wrote about many other instances. She put her own life at risk because at the time, people, black people really couldn't speak out about against the injustices that they faced and she spent months traveling around and writing about other lynching incidents. She continued to write, but she was forced out of the city by a mob that stormed her office of the newspaper, destroyed all of her equipment, and threatened her. But she moved to New York, and she continued to write, reaching more people. She continued to write about the um, experiences that Black people had and the lynching. Um, And she also traveled all around Europe and talked about and gained more followers and talked about the um, lynching that happened. Um, 
So she also was an author, so she wrote books. Um, she wrote a few books about African-Americans, and she did also lead a protest in 1898. Um, she brought her anti-lynching campaign to the White House and led a protest uh, calling for the president to make reforms. She also um, co-founded several organizations, including the National Association of Colored Women and the NAACP, which is the National Association of Advanced, of the Advancement of Colored People. For me, one of the most inspiring things about her is her perseverance and her never stopping um, what she says and never going out against what she believes and continuing to fight, even putting her life at risk. Um, and she continued to fight until her death in 1931 when she was 68 of heart disease. But throughout her life, she continued to fight and not only changing things about anti-lynching, but also women's suffrages and civil rights. And um, not only did she do that, but she also helped being an influence on journalism because at the time, journalism was very biased and towards one opinion. And Ida B. Wells helped that by giving like sources and only providing like accurate information while also spreading the truth. I think she's just an inspiration and definitely needs to be talked about more because she did help change a lot and she never stopped fighting for what she believed in.